2: Now for our story. Randy Lane strode out of the entrance to the Porter building where his new office was located and directly across to Ben Calvert's office. His cousin Peggy watched him anxiously from a window above. Ben's wife observed him too with a reaction which was part nervous anticipation, part guilt combined with fear. But Randy was intent on his objective, oblivious as to how his action might affect anyone else. There was a matter to be settled between himself and Ben, and Randy proposed to settle it immediately. And so Aunt Mary's son entered the reception room of Ben's offices with an expression on his face which caused
0: Evie Patterson to look up in surprise. Hello, Evie. Is Mr. Calvert in? Well,
1: he's in, Randy. I I mean, I think he is. I just this minute got back to the office myself, and he may have gone out while I was...
0: you know whether Ben's in or not. Now, please go tell him I'm out here. I want to speak to him.
1: All right, Randy, I'll tell him. It's just that he doesn't feel very well. He has a cold. That's
0: too bad. I'll wait just the same. Okay.
1: You better sit down. I mean, he may be kind of busy.
0: I can wait. Mr. Calvert. Uh, just a minute, Abby. Yeah.
2: What did you do with the papers on the Fulton property? I've looked everywhere. Well, They're in your basket, Mr. Calvert. No, they aren't. I just looked through there. Here you are, right on top. Oh. Funny, I didn't notice. Mr. Calvert,
1: there's someone waiting to see you. All
2: right, Ellie, send him in. Who is it?
1: Randy Lane.
2: Randy Lane?
1: Here to see me? That's right.
2: Randy Lane. Well, well. He seems pretty anxious to have a talk with you. He don't say. Well, I'm afraid you'll have to wait a while. I'm very busy. Yes, Mr. Calvert. Let him cool his heels about 15 minutes and you can bring him in. Yes, Mr. Calvert. I'll
1: tell him you're tied up.
2: Oh, uh, and heavy. Yes? When you do show him in, be sure and leave your door open. I might need you. Be sure and stay within reach.
1: Yes, Mr. Calvert.
2: Ben leaned back in his chair, a look of vindictive satisfaction on his face. But at that same moment in the luxurious Calvert home on 11th Street, Ben's wife paced nervously up and down the living room, remembering Randy Lane's expression as he strode into her husband's office, trying to visualize the scene which must be taking place. Jessie's thoughts were anxious.
3: Something must have happened by now. Oh, why doesn't the phone ring? Randy was furious when he went to see Ben. I know he was. He'll accuse Ben, and Ben will... That phony medicine won't do Ben any good, and if Ben dies... But it's not my fault. I didn't have anything to do with it. I swear I didn't. I was at home, and I... What's the matter with me? For a moment, I felt I was on trial. On trial for murder. But it isn't my... Oh, I wish I'd never listened to Brett. Why doesn't someone call... There's been plenty of time. I... Oh, I, I can't stand it. I've got to find out. Operator, two one one, please.
1: Calvert Real Estate Loan Company.
3: Hello. Oh, hello, Evie. Oh yes, Mrs. Calvert. Hi. Uh, oh, is Mr. Calvert in, please? Why yes, he is. Would you like to talk to him? I'll ring. Oh no, no. Wait a minute, Evie. That's all right. I mean, it's, it's not too important. I don't want to disturb him if he's busy.
1: Well, he has someone in there right at the moment.
3: Yeah, he, uh, uh, he has?
1: Yes, Brandy Lane's here. He just went in.
3: Just now? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, then they're probably just starting to talk.
1: I guess so, but I'm sure it's all right to interrupt if you
3: want Oh, no, to... no, that's all right, Elliot. I'll call back later.
1: Would you like to have Mr. Calvert call you when he's free?
3: Oh, yes. Yes, please do.
2: But Jessie was sure Ben would never be able to phone never again after Randy Lane left. She was tormented visualizing her husband's rage and the attack she expected to follow from Randy's accusation. If only she knew what was happening. And in Ben's office Randy stood in front of Ben's desk, looked the older man squarely in the eye. Hello Mr. Calvert. Well uh, Lane, what can I do for you? <coughs> Pardon, it's called
0: Sit down. What I have to say won't take very long. It won't? Well, frankly,
2: I'm at a loss to know why you're here in the first place.
0: Do you really mean that?
2: Of course.
0: Look, let's not play funny games with each other, shall we? You know darn well why I came. There are a couple of things that need clearing up. If
2: you're referring to this Bergman deal, and I suppose you
0: are... It isn't a question of the Bergman deal as an isolated case, Mr. Calvert. That just happens to be the immediate issue. Oh? Yes. After all, I'd be a dope to come rushing out here just because a man changed his mind over a business deal. Henry Bergman has a perfect right to take his business wherever he wants.
2: Then we're agreed. That's precisely my opinion.
0: Yes. So long as there's no, shall we say, pressure put on him. No pressure by either of us. Pressure? Just what
2: do you mean by that?
0: I mean Henry Bergman brought his business to me without undue pressure from me or anyone else. Now, wait a
2: minute, Lane. I don't know what you mean by undue pressure. I hope you don't intend to deny that Mario Descari put Bergman up to taking his
0: business to you. Mario suggested it, yes, but that doesn't mean... In other
2: words, if Bergman had been left to his own devices, he would have brought his business to
0: me as he intended to originally. Probably, but that's not what I'm getting at. Look, Mr. Calvert, there's plenty of business here in Wakefield to keep two real estate offices running full blast. Not if
2: I have anything to say about it. There's going to be just one, just as there
0: has been for years. I'd say that was a pretty unreasonable attitude. Not to mention a greedy and selfish one.
2: Randy Lane, I've taken as much as I intend to from you and your family. When you start interfering with my business, I consider it the last
0: straw. I don't want to interfere in your business, Mr. Calvert. But I see nothing wrong in healthy competition. As I said, there's ample room in Wakefield for more than one real estate company. Personally, I've always been brought up to believe that healthy competition is one of the aspects of our democracy. You can leave
2: politics out of the discussion if you don't mind.
0: I can't. Because your attitude seems to me to be directly opposed to what I believe in. I thought we might talk the whole thing over and reach some conclusion. Fine. We can come to a
2: conclusion right now. I intend to put you out of business lane.
0: (laughs) I know that's what you'd like to do. You won't succeed. Oh,
2: won't I?
0: So far as I'm concerned, you've gotten off to a very bad start already. I don't know what you told Henry Bergman. Whatever it was, it wasn't true. The point is, you didn't use honest arguments or honest salesmanship to get him to let you sell his farm for him instead of me. The method you used was underhanded and dishonest. You dare to talk that way to me? I'm telling you that I don't like your tactics. And you can go right ahead and use them if you want to, but I'll fight every inch of the way. You don't know what you're talking
2: about. How far do you think you'll get? Why, I've had Wakefield just where I wanted it for years and years.
0: You expressed it very well, Mr. Calvert. You've had Wakefield just where you wanted it. In other words, people in this town had no choice. They had to accept your terms, your stipulations, because there was no other place to go. Whatever kind of deal you decided to give them, they had to take it. Well, it won't be like that anymore.
2: We'll see about that.
0: I don't like your methods, Mr. Calvert. I never have. Remember, I grew up in this town. I've heard a lot of stories about your business dealings. I was a kid then. I didn't pay a great deal of attention. But I've grown up some since then. And I've reached a couple of conclusions. I intend to see that the people in this town get a decent break when they want to buy or to sell. They're not going to get taken for a ride. No, not even by you. You're talking like... like I'm a... talking like a man who believes in giving the other fellow value received. That's where you and I seem to part company. You've shown me how you intend to handle things. All right, I'm going to show you your method is all wet. No matter how underhanded you work, I intend to keep plugging. It may take me a long time, but I'll get there. And what's more, Mr. Calvert, I'll fight clean because that's the way I believe in. And I believe I can succeed by that method. You'll find out how crazy you are. Just as crazy as I'd expect Elaine to be. Mr. Calvert, if you want to make any cracks at me, make them direct. But I don't let people make remarks about my family. That's another thing we'd better get straight right now.
2: Randy Lane stood there. His temper, dangerously near the surface, was still under control. How much longer would Aunt Mary's son be able to maintain his calm attitude? And what would the effect of the interview be on Ben? Dr. Lewis had warned against excitement over stimulation. And Ben's heart was thumping with rage at the younger man's cool attitude, which Ben rightly interpreted as insulting contempt.